0: From the twisted realm of science and the darkest pits of reason comes chilling tales of godlessness. Bear witness to the unfathomable terror that is... The Good (laughs) Atheist. Welcome to the Good Atheist Podcast, my name is Jacob Forte And I'm Jeffrey Jones I mean, are you getting used to this regular content business again? I wonder, right? Are people I'm, being in shock?
1: I, I don't know, I, I keep coming back to the website to just check if there's activity I, don't, I haven't seen any comments, I assume the worst <laughs> I assume it's like, that Jeff guy, man, he's awful
0: no, but here's what probably here's what maybe is happening, right? Sure. We put word out there that we're back, and then people sort of like, "All right, I'm going to just check out the feed again." And there was a whole bunch of like other stuff that we did from way back. So they are not even caught up. They don't even know how happy they are yet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's yeah, let's go with that. Sure. Yeah, let's we'll go wow. with that. We'll go with that. So, welcome to another episode. I n- See, normally I was going to just stick with the whole uh, every two week thing for the show yeah. but I was just reading some stuff and I felt that right so I was like Jeff let's do a show <laughs> I'm on call apparently you are like, on
1: call damn it <laughs> how it works I need I needed a voice to I need a soundboard to bounce ideas off of oh okay
0: <laughs> yeah pretty much you're gonna be you're gonna be my echo chamber you ready for this I am ready for this do 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 do, do, do. no no well that's pretty good actually that show's a lot of readiness, techno-readiness, we which we're going to need readiness. for this show. <laughs> <laughs> we need your techno-readiness because we're going to be talking about two subjects that you got to keep us all technified about. One is the—I want to go back and talk about the Bill Nye versus Ken Ham debate because I just read an article that he wrote looking back on it, and now that I have his perspective on things— and, uh, you know, re-watching the debate. I have a new f- appreciation, and since I didn't talk about this because I was technically retired at the time, uh, I thought it would be uh, good to talk about it. Better late than never, so we'll it talk about that. It was a
1: good debate. I loved watching that thing.
0: And, you know, because of the internet, it's out there now. So there really is... I mean, you don't have to feel like you're connected to the present always. You know, you can just ease into it. Just like people are probably easing into our shows... You don't have to be just like I need to listen to it now. Man, relax, you know? The future the the future's coming, but it's just it's gonna happen anyway. So just let it uh just all play out.
1: All right. Uh, yeah, it's it's worth checking out though.
0: Yes, yeah, so whether, go and, whether go you're in the past
1: right. or in the future.
0: Right. You're probably both. <laughs> if you're listening to this show, yeah. You probably both. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that, and then next we're gonna the second topic of of debate is going to be that controversy that recently emerged when Ayhan Hersey Ali was offered an honorary degree, and then uh, the offer was later rescinded. So we're gonna talk about that. But first, let us get to the meat, the core of the show, really, which is the Canham Bill Nye debate, which happened. Um, I guess it was like last month or maybe a little bit longer for us at this present I think it was time
1: frame. February, so yeah,
0: about a yeah. month and a half ago. Month, yeah. So when, right when it happened, I remember, let's talk about first the reaction before it happened and what was the, you know, obviously reactions were split, mm-hmm. uh, if you want, in the secular community. Uh, from one side, people saying, well, I don't think you should engage with there these was a, guys.
1: There was a lot of that. I, I don't know how, how active you were in like just sort of like lurking on the, the secular community, but there was a lot of like, what the hell are you doing, man? Like,
0: <laughs> Oh, yes. I would say, well, he, you know, the article that he wrote addressed that fact. Yeah. That he had lots of people who did say yeah. that. And his reaction was, you might be right. So even in his kind of way, I think that he admitted that he's not quite sure if that's the way to tackle yeah. things. So... Okay, that I would uh, you know, uh, if I had to guess, let's say, which is probably not the thing you want me to do, but I'm just going to guess. Sure. I I think it was divided pretty evenly down the middle, but always if someone dislikes something, they're going to be more vocal about it, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, it's always difficult to tell from just analyzing comments <laughs> what people yeah. really yeah, think. Right. Just you know what the people who hate it think. That's what you know. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Nobody, com- nobody complains because they like something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get—it's very difficult to get reactions. So you know what? With that in mind, you should actually think that the shows are so good that no one has any complaining to do. I like that. Let's go that's with it. that. Let's fucking go with that, Yeah, rather than no one's listening. <laughs> 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 well, somebody's downloading it. You know, there's thousands of downloads happening. So it's either one like robot that's downloading all the shows to make me feel better. Or we still have an audience.
1: <laughs> I don't think robots care about your feelings.
0: Well, may- well if, maybe, if, not, maybe not now, but they will if, in the future.
1: If, if I've learned anything about
0: robots from, from Star Trek, it's that they have no feelings. Yeah. And what? I- <laughs> Yeah, no, let me tell you something. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go on a tangent for a second here, and I'm going to tell you something that's going to blow your mind. Are you going to talk data about— Data has feelings, okay? Yes, he, ha- he, yes, he got it. Clearly. A, he got, yes, he got a tip from his— No, friend. before then. He has feelings— it's just that if you really pay attention to everything that he says, the, here's the thing that I want everyone to think about. Data always tells people, I have no feelings. You know, my programming tells me I have no feelings. Okay, that's great. You know, but every creature in the universe doesn't necessarily know itself. You think Data fucking knows himself? He dreams and he doesn't even know what the fuck is going on, which proves one thing. Data don't know shit. And I bet you anything that Data chip is a fucking placebo. All right, let's move on. Didn't it drive, like, his brother insane? (laughs) Yes, but you know what? Placebos can become nocebos. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I said, like, this is a rabbit hole that's good for another yeah, day. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad rabbit that rabbit we
0: can rabbit. actually finally have these discussions. Though, it took yeah. a very long time to like uh, Star Trek, but you, I can thank your boyfriend for you that.
1: You can thank my boyfriend for that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you know, he, he one thing that I've learned about your boyfriend is that when he likes something, he fucking likes it a lot. Oh
1: yeah, he freaking <laughs> fixed it. He's like a laser.
0: <laughs> OCD. I hope he's OCD about you. I think so. That's good. That's good. So you, uh, every uh, the listeners out there, can be happy that Jeff is in. Uh, I'm in a stable
1: a, relationship
0: with a, with the with the geek, uh, which is great for him. Yeah. super Fantastic. geek. Super geek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we go there, and uh, you know, if we're watching something, he'll just you know lay out some trivia. It's, this is the yep. way he likes it. It's good. It's good. No, we like that. We're the kind of people who just do that. Except for he's, I think he's better at it than us. He, it's it's
1: because he's like he's incredibly well read, and like when he likes something, he learns everything about it. So it's just like he knows everything, like everything, everything, everything about it. Um, yeah. Well, th-
0: this is why it's also good to to you know know him with when it comes to specific questions you have about things he's passionate about. You can kn- you'll know you have an answer. Yeah, he'll That's give great. you
1: an answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, let's go back to the Bill Nye thing. So, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah like the the, the the in general, we'll just say that people were um, against it. But I want to talk about the, the this idea that I think that we've mm-hmm. taken just this notion that not dealing with a subject is the best way that it'll go away. And I what? think that I th- maybe this is a uniquely American thing. I think they take the same attitude with racism. If I right. just fucking ignore it, it's and not climate happening. change. <laughs> <laughs> and climate change. If it just if I just plug my fucking ears yeah. and wish for the best, then everything's gonna really work out. Yeah. And I would say that, you know, if you look at America compared to other developed nations in terms of you know, their belief in evolution and their belief that the sun revolves around, uh, you know, the earth or not... Uh, or the earth revolves around the sun, not the other way around. Right. Um, is, you know, it, it's... There's a huge disparity there. And, you know, some of the explanations is basically, well, it's a very religious nation and that explains yeah. the disparity. But some religious nations don't necessarily, uh, you know, reject... And- all things of evolution so it's not just that
1: well that's the thing that i find so weird about uh, about creationism is just like like uh, uh, like the catholic church is okay with evolution if i remember right and like protestants are okay with like who is where what what is that one weird niche of religion that's like nope evolution never happened
0: well that's largely evangelical christianity uh uh, because they i mean this is also where much of the fundamentalism comes from yeah. I mean, you have different Christian traditions that had to, at least at some point, accept evolution if they wanted to right. keep their religion. Because right. I think that even, you know, Thomas Huxley was like, yeah, man, you just, you, you fucking killed the last remaining thing we thought we could credit God for. And I think that people generally understood that it was a threat. So you kind of have to just work with what you have. I mean, look at the debate from the perspective that no one was in disagreement that science is amazing. What they were in disagreement was uh, about was what is its definition? Because you have creationists who think, "Well, I can just invent what science means," and yeah. then you have uh, actual scientists who are like, "You can't just define words uh, yeah. any way you want." Well, that's it.
1: But but uh, that that speaks a lot to a creationist mindset. Anyway, the the whole idea that if because the thing with with creationism and we we talked about this like years ago, but it's just that. They take the, they're really good at sort of changing what def what what words mean on the fly. Like in one in one sentence, a creator god will be like the Jesus god, and then in the next argument, it'll be we're not talking about like a god deity, we're just talking about a prime mover. And they like, the Jesus, sentence, the prime mover. Well, the, no, no, but that's exactly it. It's like they're really good at. At, at, at sort of just changing what words mean to fit their—I don't, I don't want to say agenda, but I guess it's a good enough word for it—like to to fit what what they needed to. So so it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that they just be like, science doesn't mean this. Science means this. Also, it's a religion. <laughs> right.
0: Well, that was one of the main arguments is, right. as well. It's kind of like I believe that science is trying to promote its own religion, and I always feel that when that's when that. Is being said I kind of want to be like Alright let's just stop The argument right there Let's just Really analyze What you're saying Are you saying That religion is a bad thing I'm not well, really sure With these guys Right Because at one point You're like Well science is faith God And faith sucks But I have faith And you're just like Wait a minute that's You just you, 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 you kind of tried To denigrate science To say it was a faith And faith is pointless But then you said Faith is the best thing And you're like You can't have it both ways Well obviously He meant his faith Duh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Duh, the total revealed faith. That's totally true. It's super true. And the fact that we have absolutely no
0: proof is the proof. It's so true that I have to believe it despite any of the other evil truths that are out there.
1: Look, if we were able to prove it, it wouldn't require faith. And that wouldn't be a miracle. And
0: faith is important, except for when it's faith in science. What? <laughs> Like I'm always very confused by this line of argument. I mean I know it makes sense to them because you can have two conflicting notions of something and just make it work. Like you can be I mean, and that's what they were showing. Ken Ham's entire presentation was, here's a video with someone who's a creationist who did something that's marginally scientific. Here we go and and all of a sudden you're like, there was this astrophysicist, I love this. He was like, I study pulsar binary stars and there is nothing that contradicts young earth creationism. Oh, except for a fucking pulsar. you would be <laughs> like, how long does it take for a pulsar to form? Genius. It's like, uh, there's nothing that conflicts, hey, mister experts on stars. Yeah. Well, it, except it, for maybe stars.
1: It's like what they say like what what do you call what do you call like the scientist that graduated at the bottom of his class? It's freaking doctor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sometimes you gotta call that motherfucking doctor.
1: Yeah, no, but that's what it is. It's like, yeah, you're you're you studied it poorly.
0: <laughs> right. You 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 barely understood it and then you thought you really mastered it. Exactly. Yeah, that's it, a dangerous it, thing. It's
1: like when Ken Hovind well now he's not so much, but back in the day when he would talk about how he was like he studied this and this and this and it's just like Yeah, I read a reader's digest once. That doesn't make me a fucking you know, literary genius. Well Ken,
0: Ken Ham's like little things. He participated in debate and evolution in the nineteen nineties at Harvard University. Okay, well that's really specific. Wow, he went to Harvard eh, oh he was in or in and around the campus. Ding <laughs> There we
1: go Yeah in the nineties
0: <laughs> <What? Right. laughs> You know when si- before it was cool. Before science was cool. I'm just saying I, I know you're trying to get some credentials laid out Because you just wanted other people to be Hey, I've got credentials But it, you know, you didn't have to worry about it You weren't there because of everybody's credentials In a sense, you were there with a science educator So yeah. not everybody there has to be like Oh, you need to be an astrophysicist Because I don't think that that's necessary And this brings me to point number well, one Well, was is, a,
1: an engineer,
0: right? from what I remember like That was his field, right? I'm, I think so. But yeah. he, here's the thing that I think Bill Nye was always much better at. And this is the thing. I mean, you remember Bill Nye from TV because that is what he's good at. He's he yeah. was always good at communicating, making things simple for people. And then if you were really wondering, hey, should we have these guys debating? You're like, absolutely. Especially someone who is aware of how you, kind, you, you do things like get the audience to like you. Like yeah. I remember uh, he he mentioned that there were people who criticized his bow tie joke being like you didn't do enough science. <laughs> no yeah. one would have understood his fucking science, okay? He was there to make people like him. He wasn't he wasn't
1: there for us. That's the yeah. whole point is like he was like we are on his side. Yeah.
0: He's not there to entertain you. If you want him to do a show for you, fucking pay him and then yeah. just basically be like Bill Nye, can you just do a whole bunch of show for science because we miss you? And that's yep. fine. Wow. I think that maybe he should come back and do a show, because that's an that's an important aspect too. But look, yeah. these are professional TV people. They know how to entertain, they know how to communicate things. Of course we want them debating that there should even be a question about the shows that I think that we're completely down the wrong fucking path. We keep we keep thinking that, man, we just need to throw more facts at people. Well, a, a, a couple of I'm trying to remember how many months ago was this. There was a there was a Trotsier mm-hmm. symposium in Montreal, and there was a Eugenie Scott was there, so I went to go see her talk. Oh, that's so cool! <laughs> <laughs> I know because you love her. I love her so much. She's so She's, awesome. I you know I didn't even know she was presenting. I kind of just walked in on it. It just happened that I was there. Wow. Um. So I go up and I I, I ask a question, and my question was if facts don't matter. What do we do? Because you know, I can show you bodies uh, of evidence that suggest that if you show facts to someone, you know, they're only going to strengthen their incorrect belief. Well, that's it. So you're just like, my question was, if facts don't matter, what do we do? And the answer was, well, facts do matter, and it does work. And it was kind of just basically deflecting my question, saying, no, 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 you're wrong. It does work. We just have to stop believing in uh, you know, this uh, growing scientific fucking consensus that's growing about the fact that that's just not working. So I'm like – I think that – here's the issue. Yeah. We've, we've, we've gotten – the science educators and the communicators have been really good at getting to people like us and to get us to fucking come out of our little shells and for us to right. be like, we're atheists and blah, blah. And we did that. That was like – that was our phase one. And I feel like for some reason we're kind of stuck in first gear a little bit. I think, I,
1: I, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, the passing of Christopher Hitchens throwing that out there i think that yeah. I, for, for me anyway that was like a turning point i was like he was the freaking voice
0: oh my god i mean i still listen i do stuff.
1: too I, I i do too my my boyfriend does not like him but <laughs> i don't care <laughs>
0: <laughs> is he too abrasive is that why no
1: it's it's more of his stance on like the war in iraq oh i, so see, I see. can like I, I can i can i can appreciate that i just i mean but those aren't the debates i listen to right
0: but you have to understand that you know not every person that you like is always going to believe exactly the same things that you do yeah and in fact that's what makes them really interesting, yeah people uh you know uh, I, I mean I don't want to jump to the topic of of our, our second topic for the Hersia right, right, right. but i I just wanted to mention that when I was reading a lot of the articles about it, I try to read as much as possible articles from places that don't agree with right. me, and it's hard man, but it's y- the that's the work that's got to be done if you want to just be have an open mind you need to hear it from the other side you want to know the way they think i mean i, I feel like to some degree this whole notion is as we've become a bit of a community we've become a little bit more isolated yeah within ourselves because you know we're just reading our own little news
1: well i think like, um i mean not to, to 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 sort of not bring it back but um, when it comes to, like, debating and things, I mean, what is one of the best things you're supposed to do is, like, basically know the subject you're debating so you could debate for the other person. Exactly.
0: Like, exactly. And, and in a sense, you know, if I was debating a guy like Ken Ham, I would actually show up with none of my arguments. My arguments for evolution are already out there. I would instead make the case for, you know, like, Quantaloupe. I don't remember the one from the fucking – you know, Mayan civilization. What is it again? Guadalupe? Or I don't oh, know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Quaxela.
1: Are you talking about Quetzalcoatl? Yes. Thank you. You do know. <laughs> I know that because it's a summon in Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, <laughs> That's how I know it. I know well, I'm, I'm 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 intelligent by proxy.
0: <laughs> I know things from Greek mythology because they were names of uh, characters in video games. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: if it was I was on a I played list, God of War, I know Greek mythology,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> Ron
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, like, no um, if, it was, no if, it was, if it was a multiple choice question or a short answer question, I would have got it right. So all right, all I'd right. Well, you know,
0: I was the dummy. It's true. I'm just trying to deflect here. I was just trying to point out. That I was so wrong. I didn't even know the fucking name. I was, I was right for the wrong reasons. Like, yeah. <laughs> but you know, and, and which brings me to this point that a lot, you know, even as non-believers, that we can we fall into that category sometimes. You're probably right about this you've got but that, is, that could be an accident with a lot of non-believers it doesn't necessarily mean that you're any smarter yeah. than the people that, that believe and this is, also, this is usually where people get in trouble when they do decide that they're going to debate if they're not professional debaters yeah. if they don't really know what they're talking well, about well debating is a skill debating is a skill but you have to understand that debating isn't necessarily only about winning through argument it's really about winning the audience well, uh, that's and that's a tricky thing
1: well, that's the thing. I mean, it, it, it's, it's kind of funny because in this case, a lot of, like, a lot of the hardcore Christian uh, evangelicals and stuff were said that, Nye no, won the debate. But generally speaking, you, you, you always assume the side you're on is the one that won the debate anyway, right?
0: Well, you're listening to it with very different ears. When yeah. I'm listening to Ken Ham's, and it is hard. Like, I have to listen to it in 10-minute chunks because at one point your brain just wants to yell well, yeah. out and scream.
1: He tries to do that, uh, I forget what it's called, what, the Gish uh, Gallop, I think it was Gish Gallop, called? yeah. Where he tries to do it, but he's not really
0: good oh, I mean, at he's, it. He's not good <laughs> at it. His whole, his whole thing, actually, I could have probably summed it up uh, with one sentence, and it would be a question, were you there? Which is the basically his his, his entire explanation is because yeah. you weren't in the past, or yeah. at least far enough in the past, you don't know if the rules of the universe, let's say... Uh, operated the same 6000 years ago that would fool you into thinking that it was instead billions of years. Because, yeah. Cuz you know, God's a bit of a trickster. I don't know. I don't know why it would be so deceptive. But you know, if you're willing to ignore just a, just so much evidence and it's so it's so hilarious that whenever he'd talk about you know, science, like I don't know if you watched the presentation, but he'd have a he'd have a picture of a guy in a lab coat pouring yeah, something no, I in would. a beaker. I'm like, "You know what? Okay. That is science when you're a TV writer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's science for you. No, oh, beakers, like, beakers.
1: I'm talking to this uh He'll tell you.
0: <laughs> I mean, I couldn't believe that they were just – I mean, the beaker, that is – Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anyone who does science in beakers anymore. Like maybe nice. in a fucking high school lab class, but now well, they have sophisticated like... machines, not just beakers. Well, like it's it reminds
1: me of one of uh, that expelled movie. Not to get too tan- too too much on a tangent, but this every that that movie you could or you could sum it up as like uh, what's his face uh, Ben Stein says something, and then they show this old photo of like a mad doctor, and then or you know it's just like this is the worst explain
0: something it's basically well it was a science smear campaign <laughs> it really was it was saying like look science has led to Nazis and you're like and cured polio <laughs> you're like oh yeah technology can be used for evil uh, you know a spear is technology buddy <laughs> yeah well Yeah. This, and I'm like, the
1: camera is technology yeah
0: exactly it has been used for evil <laughs> to make a shitty movie that tries to convince you that there is a huge conspiracy to get professors who you know have uh, who who believe that Jesus done it kicked yeah. out of in of prestigious science positions. I was You're like,
1: denied tenure for teaching nonsense. Clearly, it's a conspiracy. Well,
0: it was like a, a it was a story way back about this guy who yeah. worked at NASA who was a Bush appointee who was essentially just passing around that you know not not expelled but one of those. Genesis movie, you know, yeah, a Genesis like, movie, whatever, to his fellow colleagues, and, you know, created a hostile work environment because these are serious scientists, and they're probably, you know, as much as I'm a in-your-face guy, I think that you, when you're really working at that kind of work, You work place, for freaking
1: NASA. You work
0: <laughs> for fucking NASA and someone brings you a thing about how the Earth is 6,000 years old... You're gonna have a problem with the fact that this asshole is working at NASA. You're like it's like an yeah. embarrassment. Yeah. So yeah, hostile work environment. It's a little hard when you're having to deal with people who still believe in fairy tales. I'm like I'm yep. sorry that I'm hostile to the fact that there is no Easter Bunny, but if you're delivering Easter Bunny manuals workplace, you may find that your co- work colleagues are less yep. than friendly.
1: Maybe they don't want to hear about it. Maybe Maybe they're too
0: busy, you know, flying to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) To worry about, yeah, calculating trajectories instead of asking, you know, why does Jesus not like me masturbating? Like, why is that really his obsession? Exactly, yeah. He's very specific about it. He just has nothing else to do but watch me jerk off. You know, thinking about that really makes me want to jerk off. Well, that's a wrap, folks. We'll catch you. All next right, take uh, no, no, um, no, okay, I'm not quite yeah. that bad. But you know, just I the would, thought of yeah. just the thought of someone watching all the time is just that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go creepy. Oh, right, right now, creepy. Well, that too.
1: It, it, I think it depends on who's watching, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends on the audience. An an old man who lives to judge. That's creepy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Who's going to send you to hell after you're, when you're done? Exactly. Exactly. It's like I hope you enjoyed that and at the end you're just like, "Well, I thought I would do a lot more, but now that it's over, I don't even know why I started. Why was I doing that? Not as good as advertised." Exactly. I feel tricked. <laughs> that's Jesus. what it is Masturbation is a trick Jesus tricked what, This conversation took a turn Wow I'm like yeah. Where are we going with this Whatever We go where we want to go This is the good atheist man We got no rules Huh I'm my own producer Which is uh, You know Mixed blood It's a double Yeah it's like That's a double edged sword <laughs> There's so much That can be good And so much bad And, and this is why We have a really specific audience <laughs> So we'd like to thank them For sticking with us Even though like, we just talk about How masturbation feels like trickery <laughs> we appreciate your. We appreciate you listening to our diatribes, and um, we're not uh, even done. We're halfway there. We're halfway. We're halfway. So, we're wait. not. We're not finished. I want to go into my little uh, tangent about what I think is kind of the second phase for uh, skepticism, science education, whatever okay. you want to call it. Because right. you know, I don't want to. I, I don't want to all sound dire and shit like that. But even though it feels to us like there is a, a bit of a you know that religion may have its death pangs. It's kind of even a cornered bunny will attack. Yeah, I remember this one time I was in Alberta. This was when I was, was still with Carissa, and we saw right. this. Th- there's wild bunnies everywhere in fucking Calgary, by the way, and and they scream just like people. So it's they're terrifying when they yell at you. So <laughs> it's creepy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyways, there was one that was maybe like I don't know, the uh, this the this, this size of like. A tiny little cup, right? Okay. And it's just cute. And then Carissa was like, oh, it's so cute. And it tried to, like, pick it up. And all of a sudden, the little thing attacked it. And she freaked out because she did not expect that. That a little tiny two-ounce bunny would attack. That's like fucking Monty Python. Like bunnies attack. (laughs) But my point is that, like, anyone who feels threatened... He's going to really put up out. a hell of a fucking fight. And let yeah. me tell you something. It it has only just begun. And they always, you know, we they have way more fucking victories than we do. Like when, I'm trying to remember, was it Indiana or Kentucky was declaring the Bible, the official book? Uh, you know, you're just kind of yeah, like, yeah. hey. And, uh, and
1: hey. The, the woolly mammoth fossil there, there was like, there were, I forget where it was, but um, they were talking about how, the they were the the state fossil was this woolly mammoth fossil or whatever, and they passed legislation that they would have to uh, add like uh, at the end of that statement like which. A There's growing adds, controversy. They, the... Exactly, like it's like are you fucking uh, are you fucking for real? But this is
0: not something you can ignore, and I think that the reason why it has been so bad is that that was the that was the thought. The thought was. We can just ignore it because I think what had happened is at the beginning, during this whole creation intelligent design thing, there were... It didn't go so well when we just thought we're going to just put our best scientists against these creationists, and obviously they're going to knock them out, and well, they didn't realize they were playing a different game.
1: Well, also, not all scientists make good debaters. Thank you. Or, you know, or like
0: presenters or speakers.
1: Exactly. I mean, the thing is, I, I, if you can have the brain for it, you know, absolutely, but it's just... I mean, it's 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 a craft, and it, there's a certain amount of like uh, of showmanship and of like stage presentation that you need to do. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson's really good at it. Richard Dawkins not so much, you know, like.
0: Right. Well, th- Richard Dawkins is to make content for us, for our people, and but I think that this exactly. is exactly well, that's why. It.
1: Exactly. But th- the thing is, is when when. When Richard Dawkins debates, I feel that he's not really debating so much as he's like doing like an episode of Science
0: Today for us, you know right. what I mean? And that is that's not the way to win because the people, you know, that you're trying to communicate with, they hate some, those kinds of shows and they think that we're pretentious jackasses, which we are, but that's fine. But we gotta have a bit of a I don't want to say softer sell because again, every I want to see every spectrum covered. But what I'm seeing is one very important area that isn't covered, which is basically Bill Nye's holding this fort up, and he is getting hammered from everybody who's telling him he's doing the wrong thing to the point where he's not even sure if he's doing the right thing. Yeah. And I think that he's so far ahead of doing the right thing, it's not funny. Because just like that, the principal documentary where everybody right. who's saying, let's just ignore it, it's going to go away, you can't ignore it. You just can't. It's too fucking late. So when you ignore it, everyone's like, oh, why are they ignoring it? They must be hiding something. That's the thought. Yeah. That's how people think. Or it just slips in because no one's paying attention. Right, exactly. Somebody's filling in that fucking hole. It's kind of like, well, there's no one to debate me, so I'm just going to say whatever the fuck I want and with no fear that anyone's going to call me on my BS. Exactly. And people are fucking gullible.
1: Nobody's uh – they're all too big to uh – uh they're too, they're too big to, to, to confront me, and they're up, that means I have no challengers. Meh.
0: So I think that what we – like if you were to ask me, what if you, you – now, if I was a big atheist organization, which I am not, but if you were to ask me, what would you do uh, with your money? Because before, you know, we, we, we were spending money on putting ads up or putting – Billboards. Uh, can, <laughs> billboards or putting up competitions for like, you know, the Ten Commandments or that kind of stuff to be talked about. Right. And I think that that has – that's worked in terms of the fact that we've been talked about. And now what I think this should be done is that that budget should go instead towards making or maybe to- towards really developing atheist content in a different way. Like there's a ton of atheist uh, content producers out there. They do shit for free. But I mean, that's that's hard for a while. I would, if I was an organization, start paying them for content, maybe not giving them a job. Right. And start really paying for quality content And then just distribute the shit out of it And what could that be? It could be anything like you take Let's say somebody takes the Bill Nye-Ken uh, Ken Ham debate And he right. takes every time fucking uh, Ken Ham said Were you, you there? Were yeah. you there? And just did a fucking mashup And you're just like Here you go man Here's some fucking money or whatever Here's some encouragement to keep doing that shit And let's just make like a zillion of these Because we have to kind of win the media war we have the internet's on our side they're just waiting for us to do it and but if you don't sometimes no one's going to do it you know you got to be that person who does so i think that everybody else who's out there who's like how can i contribute i'm like now is the time to get creative and to support people who are creative all the old stuff that we just do is getting dull man i left just because it was just sort of like i just felt like we couldn't Move beyond well, some of the ways that we were it, just doing things.
1: For 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 me, it felt very. I, I mean, it's such a tired comparison, but that whole herding cats thing. It, it it's really feels like that's what we're doing sometimes. It's just, nobody wants to. Everybody wants to do everything themselves, and nobody's organized. And it's just like it's it's great to be an individual, and it's great to you know bang your drum and like yell off in Facebook and YouTube comments and stuff. But you're not making any difference you know like yeah so in like, fact you might
0: be making things worse because a lo- i see uh, i see a lot of people are engaging in debates and then the first thing they do is they cut people off from their facebook feed they're like oh you disagreed with me i i well i don't want to talk to you ever again and they think that oh you know i did a great thing but yeah all they're actually doing is they're polarizing themselves they're isolating themselves well, from other people who disagree with them
1: are are our, our community for for lack of a better word our community is already so splintered um i hate to come back to it but i always do because it was a big deal for me it was that that whole atheism plus thing right um it's it, 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 i mean everybody like the, now there's like these two camps you're either for it or you're against it and and if you're it's like the fucking capulets and the montagues if you're on one side you can't fucking talk to the other guys because it's just wrong and if And if you're watching this feed, like if I'm watching this YouTube channel and I make the fucking mistake of going over to this, like if I want to, I want to actually check out this Rebecca Watson clip that everybody's freaking out about and I go look at it and I'm like, huh, it's not all as bad as she said it was, as they said it was, bam, I'm a fucking pariah, you're gone. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) <laughs> like, we're supposed to be the rational ones.
0: <laughs> now, see, that—that that is the other hubris thing. That was in thinking that we were more rational because we, yeah. were, we weren't necessarily shackled by an ideology that was rational. But this is when you realize that an ideology could be irrational but yeah. still lead to rational people, and a rational belief system can still lead to irrationality. So th- it, it's not your belief system really at the end of the day that ne- that will necessitate your own how, or how rational you are or how open-minded you are or how right. open to criticism and all this that kind of stuff. I think that ultimately the real problem, and I think this, is, this mm-hmm. is something that we just can't deal with, as a whole, the community is incapable of taking criticism. Incapable. And is I'm going to use it as an example the bad fucking taste in my mouth I had from my experiences with the Richard Dawkins Foundation. Oh, like yeah. I was trying to develop the Skeptical comic. Right, right. And the skeptical comic was really designed to be specifically a kind of tongue-in-cheek joke mm-hmm. um, thing for the skepticism and secular community. It was like, for me, it was like little lessons about well, well, then, what we needed to do, well, the pre- rather the, than you know constantly tap each other on the back.
1: Right. The, well, the, the premise of the comic, if I remember, was basically it's a skeptical person who lives in a, or who, who who ends up in a world where. Magic is real,
0: right? Right. Well, where pseudoscience is kind of real, and where magic is real, and he can use his skepticism as a superpower because it's in a sense he has to obey the superpower laws, if you want, like the kind of natural laws in that world. But the whole thing is that you know he's he's trying to use his his uh, skepticism to make even that world better. Like even if it was a world of magic, what would skepticism actually really do? Right, but the whole thing was like the f- the first objection was like, well, you can't have magic in a story because the magic isn't real, and you're kind of like, okay, this is a story, and yeah. I don't want to make write a story that hammers people in the head with a point,
1: you yeah. know, saying,
0: oh, superstition and all these things are wrong, and and because th- what they wanted was they wanted Skeptical to go around s- fixing real world with his skepticism, and you're just kind of like, that's that's boring. There's, that is so fucking boring, and not only is wow. it boring, but it's kind of preachy, and it is uh, like I'm condescending in a way. Like, oh, well, all you need to do is walk in here, and I'm just going to fix this problem by suicide. No, no, no yeah. I didn't want that. At all. Basically, they wanted you to to,
1: to make atheist tracks,
0: <laughs> basically. Right, and I, I, that's not what I wanted to do. What yeah, I wanted well, to do is I wanted to create a kind of narrative about a skeptic and his journey through sort of like using his powers if you want because if they're, right. if, they're if they're more if they're described in a story wise it's a lot easier for me to make you right. know, a point ac- put my point across without it right, sounding right. like I'm preaching to anyone right uh, and the way that I did this was because I wanted to make it kind of sound like one of those oldie timeies, kind of 1930s radio serials, like, tune in next time on this exciting adventure of Skeptic Al. You know, like, right, right, right. I had this whole radio series that I wanted to do as well and stuff like that. And yep. at the end of each episode, there was supposed to be a lesson. Right. And the like, lesson. Like of like the it, fr- like
1: no, no go ahead. I was going to just compare, like, the, the G.I. Joe cartoons and stuff that have that <laughs> <Yeah>. little.
0: <laughs> right, except for the whole thing's kind of like a G.I. Joe cartoon. Right. Whereas, say, in the first comic where, you know, he's at a party and then he's just telling people, no, you don't use 10% of your brain or whatever. And he's arguing with people, which, you know, I think that as a skeptic, we've probably been there. Yeah, we know. engage. We engage. So after, you know, the people at the party kind of like being like, ah, we don't want to hear that kind of stuff. And he just walks away yeah. and he's like, man, I wish I could live in a world where, you know, my skepticism would could be used for good and stuff like that rather than just be ignored. So all of a sudden person comes out of nowhere and says how would you like to come uh with me to a world where you know you can be your your powers can be used blah blah and of course he answers very sarcastically of being like oh yeah no that'd be great and then all of a sudden she grabs him and then she teleports them into a new world and the first lesson is and so our our hero learns a valuable first lesson not everyone in the universe understands the concept of sarcasm which (laughs) is a really Really important point that I kind of Wanted to put across to a lot of Atheists which is like hey I know it's fun But when you sometimes when you're trying to put a point Across yeah Yeah not everyone gets your sense of humor So maybe it's not the best Place to start and it can get you into trouble Which is yeah. basically what happens to the hero and there's all These other things that happen and that basically get Into trouble that we kind Of do unknowingly so right. I But as soon as I even presented them the second comic I was like no You can't have that Because as soon as he got teleported to a world where there was this pseudoscience or this kind of magic stuff, it was like, well, I don't think it's sending the right message. And I'm like, then I don't think that you're reading carefully. I think that you just don't have – you have absolutely no understanding of what stories are and what the purpose of stories are. I know. I used to be like this. I was one of those people who said fiction is pointless. Really? Um, Yes, I was. Wow, that's sad. Thank you. But you know how I am about things. Yeah, you know, I'm as passionate when I'm wrong as when I'm right.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't begrudge you your uh, incorrectness.
0: <laughs> yeah, my or because you know, if if I wasn't, if I didn't passionately say things, then uh, you know. Well, the the the, the, show? the the good thing, at least about you, with that is
1: when you're wrong, like you kind of you 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 admit it. You know what I mean? Like
0: you, you. Well, you have no you, choice. You can't be yeah, passionate yeah. about things and then just be close-minded. That is the most. That's a, that's a worst combination ever. Well, a lot of people double down when they're busted and so <laughs> 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 You know what? Here's the thing. I think that yeah. when you double down when you when you're busted, you're just inviting trouble. You're inviting yeah, other yeah. people to remember that moment where yeah. you know, you were made to look foolish and you didn't own it. Yeah. Don't don't be that guy who just can't own it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's commendable. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I tried to pl- I, I tried to pride myself on the fact that yes, you will. I will be the guy who's sort of like passionately debating you about something. But then maybe a day later, I'm like, man, I was totally out of line. totally wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mass Effect Three. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Mass Effect Three. Shut up. <laughs> there was more to that. What was the other uh, one too? Oh, Venture Brothers. God, yeah, you Venture made me, Brothers. You fucking just gave me shit about And that. Avatar. Oh Freaking my Avatar. God. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I was yeah. crying like a bitch. Yeah, being like being like well, why yeah. why was I so close to you? <laughs> 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 you know why though? It's a good thing because sometimes when I'm just too open to things, I just get way too sucked into them. You know how I am. Yeah, that's yeah. it's all it's all good. It's just um, I was sucked yeah. into it. So speaking of, let's go back to the the Bill Knight thing because uh, there's one last thing I want to mention. Yeah, go and, ahead. And this has to do with kind of like I was you know saying we need to help people that are creative, whatever. There are a ton of really great. Um, you know Science educators and Stuff like that That just do it On YouTube Like you know quile Soup is a good example yeah, yeah Of someone who's just like If you want to go learn logic You just go yep. watch His motherfucking videos You know what yeah, I mean?
1: yeah They're pretty awesome
0: They're so awesome yeah. And I mean, I mean These are the kinds of people That we should be Doing everything in our power To support uh, Because we don't know What is the consequences Of their work now You know, like it's just, it's kind of the same way that we had the beginning of the show. We're like, we didn't get any response. It's been a week, you know? And it's out in a relativistic time bubble. What that means is that it could be listened to in a thousand years and have a huge impact. We don't fucking know, man. We can't know. All we can do is we can work towards that future that we want. But if you don't right. work towards it, it doesn't fucking happen. This is the same reason why I think that waiting on the sidelines, hoping that things will go away, has always been the wrong strategy. Look, they will get better and more sophisticated at presenting their bullshit. So yeah. it's a bit of an evolutionary arms race. They may not believe in evolution, but trust me, they're following the fucking patterns. Yeah. So we got to evolve too. You know, like if we thought if we thought that our f- the the first and only thing we needed to do was get us all, all together, then we were wrong. We were yeah, horribly, horribly wrong. But it's yeah. fine. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that there's tons of people out there that are creative, that all they need is a you know a yeah. bit of encouragement, swift kick in the butt, and probably a little bit of money, and then they'd be flying. Yeah.
1: So yeah well, it's- also, it's a question. I think of exposure, just because everything is out there, and th- th- it's th- there's probably a lot of talent already out there. It's just that you can't find it in the mess of, like, blogs and videos and playlists and... You know well, what I mean? Has, like, there
0: has to be out there a bunch of producers or whatever who are non-believers and... Why don't you volunteer your time when you watch somebody's video and you're like, you know, that's not bad, but it could use a little polish. Fuck, man, that's the kind of way that you help. Or all these little ways that you just like, you know, that you could help someone that you think, oh, you're really great, but there's just this one thing that I think I could help you with. That has a lot of value. I don't think that people really understand that I think that a lot of times… You know, there's a bunch of lonely atheists out there working solo, and it's hard as shit.
1: Well, that's the that I think I think that also goes with the 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 whole idea we had or or premise I guess of the the fact that we we're a proud people, so we don't (laughs) we we don't necessarily want someone to go into our like what we conceive as like a perfect project and be like, you should do this better. This it's like who the hell are you?
0: No, that's that that's I will I mean, say that's true. But I, I mean ultimately if you come in and you say, "Hi, I'm a producer with this and this and yeah. I think I can help you." Let's just say that they're are you know, you the proud people can be spoken to.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I just it's it's it just it comes back to that whole like just stop being so damn rigid. <laughs> just every one of us stop being so rigid.
0: Yeah, yeah, let us you be know? uh supple as a cedar. Sure. Oh, Shit that's a line from the Torah. No. Damn it. Okay, let's go to our second... It's kind of a segue. It's kind of a segue. Let's let's move on. Um, so I don't know if any of you have read this. I mean, by now, I think that every atheist or every every person who's ever read any of uh, Hersi Ali's book, I read one of them. I didn't read the, her second one. The read, Nomad uh, one? Yeah, I didn't yeah. read Nomad. Did you read that one? Uh, no, I read the first one.
1: You read it's the first pretty, one. It's pretty disturbing stuff.
0: It's, it's a difficult read. Yeah. It's a very difficult read. So I, what I, happened...
1: Uh, I'm always surprised when I hear her talk that, like, why are you not a more angry person? Like, why are you not – like, I would be fuming, but you sound so, like – you sound so patient and you sound like you genuinely care about people. And you know what I mean? It's just, like, I would be livid and I would just be like, fuck all of you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, there are are people – like, for instance, I was reading an article in New Republic that was – um, you know it's a fairly conservative papers so they were just talking about how you know some people have characterized what she said as hate speech islamophobic right. you're i'm sure you're familiar with with it because we've been accused of the same thing she that gets, richard Dawkins she gets
1: has, has der- talked yeah it's the thing is it's like i think i think once a group of people have like lopped off your genitals in a ritualistic way like you have a you have a past to be angry at those people like you don't have to love your aggressors
0: <laughs> no, certainly not, and and I also think that it's it. And I think it speaks to this idea that we have that a religion is also a race. Yeah, P- people well, make this that's, distinction. That's, like they that don't make this distinction
1: a lot. That happens yeah. a lot, specifically with is- Islam.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, and, and part of it is is also kind of racist. Like you just assume someone who's from the Middle East will be Muslim, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. I think I, I'm always surprised whenever I just you know. Encounters someone from there who's an atheist. And that's a pretty racist thing to be surprised at. Yeah. yeah. Because obviously there's going to be uh, tons of atheists, but they're going to be quiet as fuck about it. So yeah. really when you meet one, what you're meeting is the bravest person you've ever met. Yeah. And this is what really kind of annoys me about it because I think that from the perspective of even people who are trying to be critica- uh, critical of Brenniss' university and their decision to... Give her an honorary doctorate and then rescind it once there was yeah, pressure yeah. from uh, you know, Islamic groups yeah. who, were, who were accusing her of, like, oh, this is hate speech and blah, blah. And, you know, obviously cherry-picking some of the quotes that she said and stuff like that about yeah. um, Islam and so on and so forth. And just basically saying, well, you know, uh, e- even the most diplomatic people were, were, were basically saying, I don't think she deserves an honorary degree. And I'm like, they give that shit to Oprah. Okay, who fucking promotes pseudoscience? And here's a real, here's Sorry, a Oprah real woman who fights. Suicide? No, no pseudoscience. Oh, pseudoscience. Okay, <laughs> who promotes pseudoscience, not suicide. Suicide. <laughs> <pseudoscience. laughs> and here you have a woman that actually does like fights for women's rights. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, brings to light their horrible treatment, and it's suddenly oh, I don't know if she deserves it because she said critical things of an ideology. Yeah. And I think that that's where we really have to be clear here. This is an ideology, and until we can really—I mean, it's going to be a tough—it's it's, going to be a tough sell because people are going to constantly throw the race card out and be like, "You're a yeah. racist at my the, at my at your Islamophobia," and I'm like, "Look, your belief system—I yeah. strongly feel—is corrosive to society and yeah. corrosive to individual." Um, Rights and liberties. Now, I can't take away a person's right to believe in it, and I'm not going to try to. That's not no. the way you convince people. Right. But this whole sh- bullshit that I can't fucking criticize it—that somehow by me criticizing, him, I'm a fucking racist. I mean, yeah. it is. It annoys me. Like I, I don't even. You know, we, we we. How many times have you watched somebody depict like an atheist as a fucking total monster? Oh, God, all the time. All the motherfucking time, right? And you know what? I don't even care when they do that. That's what you think an atheist is. It goes to show how little you fucking know. Right. But from someone who was in it, okay? This is not someone who's just like, oh, I've never heard of Islam. No, no. This is someone who felt it.
1: And uh, had to escape it. Yeah.
0: Who felt its agonizing uh, pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Then and who escapes it, and who today has to live in fear of it? Yeah, probably that, you has you a lot have to fucking like a Security say. detail. Yeah, all yeah. the fucking time, and they have to be pretty hardcore because her friend was murdered, and a note was stabbed in him that said that she was next. Yeah, it's like I can't imagine right. the kind of cold blood. Uh, yeah. it takes to do that to another human being where you're just like, oh, I mean, it's going to stick this in you like you're a post.
1: Yeah. Well, like
0: that you're whole a message board,
1: that whole, uh, what was the guy's name again? Van, Theo uh, Van Gogh. Yeah. Theo Van Gogh. Like that whole, that whole thing was fucking disgusting.
0: I mean, it's chilling. It's chilling when you think that as soon as you criticize an ideology, you become a target mm. the rest but of we, your life. But we fucking feel it here too.
1: I mean, it, it, it I guess it's not super recent, but in in my mind, it's so recent. I mean, remember the South Park debacle oh with God. the Muhammad
0: thing? Oh, of course, of course. It, and it's it, like it, 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 we're, we're silenced by just sort of like by our own fear, and but not not just that, but this whole idea that we're we're somehow being more open-minded, we're somehow being really tolerant. If yeah. again, we just kind of ignore the problem, be like, well, you know, because we'll all admit that. Religion is a problem, and different religions are ranked differently in yeah. terms of problems. Christianity is a very underrated problem in America because you know so many people in America well, are Christians, but I it think, is very dangerous.
1: I, I think that the the difference with um, Christianity versus let's say Islam, is, and I'm 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 speaking as a layperson. I don't know. I don't have like all these facts to back it up, but it, I feel that over the years Christianity has been like, for lack of a better word, like domesticated. In America, well, it had yeah, because it, you got to remember the, the, human, the humanist
0: changed. movement was, a, was, was still a Christian movement. It wasn't well, just secularist. They, they well, found a way to humanize yeah, their religion, which had been, otherwise been pretty harsh. And it's been and it's been tempered. And I think
1: with with Islam, what's happening is that there's, there are there are moderate uh, Islams and perfectly uh, well moderate practicing, Muslims, Muslims who practice. Yeah, there, there's, there's there, and. And there's, I mean, I've I've got some friends that are are uh, that practice Islam, and they're they're totally fine, and they're you know it's not it's not that sort of boogeyman that we imagine. But at the same time, it's like someone's sending these death threats,
0: and it's not like
1: it's it's in your book, like this is your rule book. It's not we didn't
0: we didn't make that rule. No, we certainly didn't. And if you were to ask anyone who actually wrote it down, the fact yeah. that no one has an answer is again kind of that clear thing of. The why the fuck do you bother with it, and why are you making our lives more miserable because of it? You know, it, yeah. every time I hear someone being like, "Well, beliefs don't matter if they were just all private," I'm like, "Well, in that fucking magical world, yeah. it'd be all great. We could all yeah. believe whatever the fuck we want, walk away, yeah. get along." But that's what? not happening. That would be
1: that would be ideal. It's just like. I it, want that world. You know, I, I would love to live in a world like that, but... Yeah, in, I would it, love to it, live in a
0: world where fucking, instead of water streams, it'd be chocolate syrup that I could just fucking dunk my cup and just, you know, and, and candy grows on trees. I would love I, this. I'd like to visit the Middle East and not be hanged. <laughs> but, I mean, I, you know, I'm with Bible stories, there are probably a few places where I could, you know, be harmed or, you know, lashed or whatever. But, I mean... I, would I dare write Quran stories well not in my youth maybe when I'm just about to die because I know that that's what they'll want me to do and that's a terrifying prospect you are really like my own freedom of speech I know is limited yeah. because I don't have the resources to protect myself Yeah. so I can't start with that book Yeah. It's but like... you bet your fucking ass I want to write it and am I terrified oh yeah I'm more terrified well, for I'm, my loved ones than I'm uncomfortable having this
1: conversation <laughs> I mean that says something
0: yeah I mean and we have it's it's weird because we we there's so much outside pressure and and it's very difficult for us to try to you know make a rational argument about why we are so opposed to this religion because you know a yeah. lot of people can say well, this is a religion of peace or, and yeah. uh, you know like all of these just talking points that religions are really great at and it's and you just seem like the big asshole for just saying yeah. um no it's not Uh, You know, infabulation Fucking, you know, let's go to Syria And find out if it's the fucking religion of peace As people fight for their own interpretation of that religion And and you're just kind of like We witness your civil war Your religious civil war We see its consequences And I'm frankly sick and tired of the fucking silence So in a sense, you know If people are going to throw around the words You need to be a little bit less afraid of it You need to be more careful about what you say Because I think that definitely when one is angry Um, One can make mistakes. Yeah, well, you can you can definitely misbe.
1: I mean, it's a bit of a minefield.
0: It is a minefield, and we have to fucking navigate it. But goddamn it, put on your soldier's helmet and (laughs) don't puss out. You should not puss out, because you know uh, ultimately what you really have to be um, aware of is that. All, these religions are really great at pretending that any speech against them is some kind of great offense that requires protection.
1: Well, I mean, the victim card is like not – that. that's not unique to, to Islam. That's like
0: No, of course not. Of like course the, not. Every, yeah. every fucking religion pulls it out because yeah. really it is the line of last defense. They yeah. cannot defend themselves. How can you defend the idea that an illiterate – Palestinian Jew was the creator god of his universe. It's a ludicrous idea to even propose it. I mean, in the light of what we know of the world, of the universe, of maybe even the multiverse that you're fucking part of, you're telling me that that's a compelling story in this day and age. Come on, I I feel silly just even mentioning it. But that doesn't that doesn't stop people from fucking believing it. So these are the same individuals that really, you know, there's there's a bunch of them on on islam and on christianity that just relish the idea of this world coming to an end because they yeah. think that that's that's the world is a sinful terrible place and it's the world after it that really well, is this worth is, living
1: this is the 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 smelly piss soaked bus stop yeah. on the way to like super heaven right like on on the way to lego paradise and the way to Le- like lego paradise <laughs>
0: Hey, look! I saw your Lego set. It's I fucking love. I fucking love Lego. It's crazy? expensive those those Lego sets, but oh so fun. They really are. So <laughs> how how much fun could you have in Lego Heaven? Hmm? I could make my own fun,
1: right. and forever.
0: Well, for a long time. I wouldn't put forever. Yeah. No, <laughs> probably not forever. But once you build your fourteenth giant real Lego castle, you exactly,
1: might just be, but, like a little bit bored from it. <laughs> I, I I don't play Minecraft, so, I mean, obviously I would get tired of the building.
0: I would say this, though. I mean, of all the people that I think could last the longest, probably you. Probably you would last the longest in LEGO Paradise. Before you go <laughs> nuts. Probably. And try to bring it down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll, use the, I'll make LEGO weapons of mass destruction. You'll be LEGO Lucifer. I like that.
0: Yeah. Well, That's you know, I, I always thought one of the things I would kind attempt to do after I'm finished the Bible stories, is write a bunch of fiction inspired by the Bible. Kind of like a reimagining. Like your own movie. Gnostic texts?
1: Kind, of, kind of. Yeah, you know,
0: exactly. My own little Gnostic. J- tales of Jacob. Or whatever. There we go. And one of the tales that I kind of wanted to talk about was well, I've always been interested by the way that Satan is depicted in, okay. uh, in the Bible. And one of the things you kind of realize is you're like okay, let's take, let's just assume that God did write the Bible. Well, there's no reason that God should ever be fair to the character of Satan. But even in the even in the entire book, you know, that it never seems as though this character has ever done anything that is that irrational given if you were living into that circumstance. Like yeah, number yeah. 1, you would kind of probably rebel if your you know, lord master really made this other race, gave them sexual organs which you don't have right. and then liked them more. Yeah. You'd be like, like what's my fuck, new man? toy? <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? And the official story is what? He rebelled. But maybe, really, it's something like... Maybe he just kind of saw the way that God was treating humanity and is like, that's not cool. I'm going to try to stop you. And so what's his punishment? Become the fucking jailer? Yeah. That sounds to me like a guy who's having to do the dirty work. Doesn't sound to me like a bad guy. It just sounds like a wet works guy. You know, yeah. that maybe, maybe... Just you know, like when he's told go and slaughter all mankind, he's the one that saves us, and that's why he's the bad guy. It's Just fun. well I mean, I it, the, the the Bible. I mean, the, the characters are so one-dimensional anyway. I mean, it's like right. We could, well, obviously, my gnostic texts are not going to be one-dimensional. I'm trying to even even with the Bible stories that I'm trying to write, I am trying to give these people a little bit of character you know yeah. it's but i try to do it mostly through dialogue cuz i don't want to invent anything that they do i might invent right. a few yes. things that they say but that's only because you know there's not a, noah has like one line wow in the, in the bible and it's to curse his son you know <laughs> that's nice <laughs> so there's not a lot of talking that happens so you got to get a little bit creative so yeah my gnostic texts are going to be fucking wicked but <laughs> But don't you think, like, okay, like, let's, let's, let's go back to the, the major theme that we had been talking about. So how do you fight religion in this new sophisticated way, right? Like, how do you fight the principle? How do you fight all the stuff? And I think, well, you know, we always say that science is a candle in the dark, right? That it shines a yeah. light on stuff. Well, we've got to shine lights pretty hard on stuff. It, it, it's our job to make sure that the light is shone on something so hard that a person had, by now understands it that they're going to have to believe the only thing that makes any sense. Yeah, because you know, at at some point human beings, you know, they just can't take anything that's nonsensical for too long. We we kind of break, you know, like we have psychotic breaks every once in a while when there's well, like huge disparities. Well, the th- the thing is, is if if it, it, it,
1: if you give if you give people breathers from like from you know from the the light of skepticism, they can kind of get back into their comfort zone, right?
0: So. Well, I think, too, that – I mean, I don't know about you, but I realize this about the um, the atheism scene about how uh, most of us are in it. We we kind of move in and out, right? We're never in it too long. So we we might kind of lose interest for a little while, and all of a sudden something really fucking pisses us off, and then we get back into it, and then maybe we ignore it. But I think it's kind of important that we realize that just because we're not into it at the time doesn't mean it's kind of lost any of its – Importance. I mean, I, I speaking as someone who was guilty of that myself. Although I think every few years I just want to quit, anyways. Well, it's a it's a lot to deal with, and it's uh, it's, it's like a lot when, of work. Yeah.
1: It's like when I was doing my blog for uh, following gay rights and
0: stuff; it just got depressing. Well, you, know? you can kind of feel a little bit like you're repeating yourself. So I think that. Yeah. I mean, you do. I think next time I'm not going to say I'm going to retire. Probably just going to be like I'm going to take a sabbatical so I can come back nice and fresh. Because you just yeah. can't do it all the time. But like I said, even all the content that you produce can exist in its own little relativistic time frame, the important thing, at least from what I've learned from my experience, is that you just have to put it out. And, you know, I want to see more output. But I don't want to see output that's necessarily just geared towards, oh, let's just, you know, here are the debate points. I think that we got to do all kinds of stuff. Make funny videos, make little songs, whatever. Like, I think that... To fight with the most, like, the, our best weapon is silliness and uh, mockery and, you know, using a person's own horrible arguments against them. Those are, the th- those are our three best tools, I think. And, like, the principle is a perfect example. Remember that geocentric movie? Yeah. It's a perfect example of something that you could just do. We, we used to do that. Remember when they had that stork thing, like, a the couple of years ago? stork theory of uh of birth. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Well, that was cool. Let's do a million more. Yeah,
1: so I, I wish I. Uh, it, I wish we could get back into doing that. Just being as, fun as and an, silly. As, as an aside, I just like it, sort of speaking as the good atheist. I, 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 I do get like sort of nostalgic for the days when uh, this is sort of more internal talk but whatever like it's i remember when we were working at that warehouse and like we, we would sneak into the, the the office and you had this camera because you're gonna make like a news show and like it, 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 i just i miss that kind of stuff where there was actually a lot of stuff being created because I, I i i dig on the uh I, I i dig on the the whole fighting you know uh, irrational thought and things like that but at the same time I I get more of a a buzz when I'm learning stuff and doing new things and creating new fun things. It's just, there's not a lot of time for it anymore. It makes me
0: sad. Well, you know, since it's the end of the show anyways, and most people who don't give a crap have just already tuned out. I can just say, you know, like, because I I was mentioning before that I was trying to entice people about what I think the future of entertainment, because here I am being like, we should do this, we should do this. Not as though I'm not trying, okay? Like, there's tons of stuff that I'm trying. Like, when I did the telethon, um, was kind of like, you know, me experimenting with live video and shit like that. Definitely something I want to do because when the book comes out, I don't want a book tour to be like every other book tour you've ever experienced in your life because it, it's boring. It's dull. It's, it's sort of like, why didn't you just get the audiobook and me reading it? You're not really there to just hear me say the book, you're there to kind of have fun. So I've been working on an actual show, real show. And if, and, you know, for the people who know me, know I kind of have this. I've always wanted to be like a you know talk show host kind of guy, right, right. And uh, so I'm designing it kind of like along those lines, with you know a band and musical guests and that kind of stuff. And then I want to end the shows like the last 20 minutes of these one hour shows, me reading from the book, you know, like kind of masterpiece theater style, you know, like (laughs) a chair and like a little fake fireplace or whatever. And that for me is an that was I think going to be a lot of fun. Like I. I just want everyone who has gone to one of my shows to say, I had a good time. I, ha- I laughed. You know, all these things that you just, like, you were at a, you know, and, and if somebody asked you, what was the, was it an atheist show? You'd be like, I don't understand what that means. Really, his non-belief's not at work. This is a, sh- you know, what is this show about? It's just kind of a, uh, well, the show's going to be called Still Talking with Jacob Fortan. Right. Well,
1: you have, so, um, you have a couple clips of that from when you were doing your
0: uh, uh, telethon. Right. Well, I put I I kind of locked the telethon down because what I wanted to do is I wanted to re, like, edit it eventually and and make it because it, it's not all twelve hours of good stuff. Right, right, right. Like, <laughs> but I did want to and I did release the first thing, three hours as an audio thing. Although right. we got no feedback from that, so maybe I just maybe that was a huge mistake. I have no idea. No one has mentioned it. So again, sometimes. No feedback can be good feedback. Maybe we'll go with that. Let's go with that. We'll go with that. But uh, there are other examples of the shows, the still talking show that I've been doing, where it's me just talking in front of a you know camera with a microphone and right. you know, Tom, my friend Tom, who's the producer for that. When we do it, mm. is kind of like the sidekick in that. But all of that was just. I mean, it's not as though this will be the show because I hate that. I hate the. I'm gonna talk in front of a camera forever. I we'll, would, you I Like those.
1: No, no, no. I just I always liked the idea of if we could do like a a, a, a secular kind of Colbert Report type thing. See, this is that's I would love or, to do, or that, more of right? like a Daily sure. Show where we just like it would be like a five minute like um, it would not have to be anything long. It would just be like a five minutes where we have here are like the here here's what was happening in like in the the, I don't know conservative Christian media. Bubble. Well, it would be like The
0: Young Turks, except for funny. Yeah, and, well, and much better cut because I feel like it's just everybody who's there just, you know, I'm well, not the, sure it's the, all that great.
1: The thing is, is they, I I don't Bob. This is a, a little bit of an aside. I, I I like watching The Young Turks, but I like watching their clips because I don't feel that like an hour of
0: that is. Like, it's too much. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. I like your five or six minute idea. Yeah, it's like
1: a little summary. You know, here we Video go. Video should
0: just be tighter. Audio yeah. can be like. The reason why we can just fuck around on audio is just because everybody has horribly long commutes, man. Well, yeah, it's just. Nasty. It's like talk radio. Like, yeah. not everything's
1: going to be great, but no. you don't really care. I mean, what are you going to do? Music sucks nowadays. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're going to listen to the same fucking albums you have at home. No.
1: It's, it's us, or us or Katy Perry. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, you know, and we're winning right now. But, wow. no, with video, I, you, my whole, f- my plan, and, you know, uh, I know that this would be exciting, is if I can, if the book does really well, because, I mean, the book might do okay. But right. If the book does well, and I can finally get, like, an, an actual apartment, as opposed to pathetically living with my mom, uh-huh. um... Then I want to get a place that's big enough so where I can. One of the rooms can just be the studio room. Yeah, I mean, there'd be all kinds of things that we could do from there. Like, you know, me being an hour away from everything is a fucking. Well, yeah, I mean, eyes.
1: you're even now. I mean, I'm. I think you're close. Well, me and Tom are like your closest friends, and you're like an hour away.
0: It's a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's like, especially seeing how you, you know you, you know you're helping me on the podcast. Tom helps me on the. Uh, Video stuff, you know, that we're we're having to learn and all this other kind of shit. So there's, I mean, there's a ton of stuff. I wish I could just show everybody all the behind the scenes stuff and they would see that it's not just us picking our noses. There's just so much stuff going on because I want to, I wanted to evolve, right? I didn't want to just do podcasts and stuff like that. But then I realized, you know, you don't have to stop doing podcasts. No,
1: and I think, I think especially our format for podcasts are kind of easy. Like it's just us yapping.
0: You know, and I'm yeah, okay we'll with that. Yeah, well k- see that's the thing. The shows are back and it's us yapping. And yeah. you know, if you're if that means that cuz back in the shows where I, you know, I had less fewer guests, let's say uh, hosts, <laughs> where I all of a sudden those times would be like, all right, well, I got to study like 2 or 3 days for the show. Well, yeah. there'll be there'll be fewer of those shows unfortunately. Uh, but that's because we're just fucking around now. I'm I'm busy at work. And yep. my work is to write this fucking book for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Which you you're going to love, by the way. I can finally say that, uh, with confidence, that the audience is really going to like this book. Like, I, I treated it like as it was my Lord of the Rings nice. thing. And, you know, I just, I took, I bit the bullet, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to rewrite a word, well, not word for word, you know, paragraph by paragraph. Every fucking little story that I can include, I will. There's only a few that I couldn't. I mean, like, whenever they're talking about how to build the Ark, I mean, that's, like, page after page of, like, Yeah. do I really need to? Do you want me to do that? <laughs> we, we just need to know the dimensions. Right. You need, know, you need to know that the temple that they, they housed, the Ark, was, like, the most pathetically small temple ever. It was, like, 90 feet by 90 Oh, feet you're talking about the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you I thought talking about Noah's Ark. Oh no 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 no! I was talking the Ark of the oh, uh, okay. Covenant. Yeah yeah, the one that they put the. Uh, y- y- so in the Ark, actually, it's not just the smashed bits of, uh, of the tablet, uh, right? Of the tablet. No 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 no. They also apparently put some of that manna in there, some of that magic bread from the sky.
1: I thought, I thought it rotted after one day. Like, wasn't there a big thing about how if they held onto it, it would go bad?
0: Ooh, someone's been reading the Bible. Um, <laughs> I just
1: remember that from when I was a kid. <laughs> really? Okay. Well, no, yeah, yeah,
0: that is true. Well, the thing was, it the, it was a test, right? So every right. No, every day, you sh- you were only allowed to gather enough for that one day, except for on Friday where you had to gather twice as much because you were not allowed to gather right. any on the Saturday. So right. if you gathered more, the stuff you gathered more would go bad. But you know, in the in the super magic coffin. It, uh, uh, it stays good forever. Well, because they wanted, they were like, we want we want uh, the next generation to have proof that we ate this stuff. So they really, you know, like, back in those days, they also wanted proof. <laughs> I mean, Gideon wanted proof. You, I don't know if you remember the story of how Gideon got his proof from the fucking Bible. It's freaking hilarious. No, I don't. So, um, you know, God tells him, are you going to defeat, I'm not sure if it's the Ammonites. Anyways. So you know you're gonna defeat your enemies, whatever. So Gideon, at, he's actually surprisingly skeptical. He says, "Okay, here's a, here's how you're gonna prove to me that you're the supreme creator of the universe. I'm gonna go to bed and I'm gonna lay out this blanket, and if in the morning the blanket is totally wet and the ground is dry, then I know that uh, you're the creator of all things." So he goes to bed, wakes up, sure enough, ground's dry, blanket's wet, and then he, But that's not enough. He's like, "Okay, round two. I want." I'm going to go to bed again And this time The blanket's going to be dry The grass going to be wet And then when it is He's finally convinced So
1: Well at least he had some You know Although the first time I would just think He just fucking wet the bed
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would also say Well maybe the grass is dry Because the blanket Absorbed all the dew dude That might be it might be it i'm i'm just saying if you're gonna really ask did, you, bride, find a, did like. you find a plot hole in the bible i did but i would just say that if i was to ask a god to prove that he's god i would ask for something a little bit more impressive than condensation than <laughs> condensation i don't think that after you know the condensation i would feel that that yeah. good to go into battle not only just does gideon go into battle but he goes into battle with only 300 of his soldiers where do you yeah. think my 300 comes from man it's gideon Oh, I didn't realize that. Gideon's 300. Well, the 300 comes up a couple of times. Like for instance, King David has about 300 soldiers, but a little bit more, and 30 of them are like crazy badass. It's gonna be fun in the rewrite, actually. I'm gonna. I was even thinking about like potentially drawing each one of them. I don't know. That's one of those he, like badass things. They're all murderers, be- though. They're all murderers. Just so you know, just so you know all murderers. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, badass murderers I mean we watched movies I mean Indiana Jones is a murderer
1: Well I guess yeah. Mur- See murder For me murder suggests that it's not self defense Like I don't know if I don't know if Indiana Jones has ever like Broken into someone's house to kill someone <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um. Well we don't know I mean he's capable of anything There we go exactly And if he was a Nazi you'd be like well, he probably deserved it.
1: Yeah, well, that's and that it, makes right? you a bad
0: person, or or a
1: a child the uh, slave trafficker, right? He did kill a lot of those people.
0: Yeah, 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 and a lot of other people who are just technically doing their jobs. <laughs> Come on, he's a murderer. <laughs> that's no defense. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He didn't have to be in that situation. He could have walked away. He's a fucking murderer. For science. Because look for, at for, this. For history, he's a okay, k- This is another tangent, but let's look at Indiana Jones and the Ark of the Covenant. You know, all it's right. one of my favorite franchises. You know, I used to dress up you like had a Indiana Jones. Yeah. I remember that. I mean, you know, I idolize him, but in retrospect, his actions during the first movie were 100% unnecessary. He wasn't even needed. So all of the murdering he did in the first one didn't need to happen. The same thing with the third one, he wasn't even needed. I'm trying to remember. I, I have to okay, let, I, I, let, I, me explore, let me explain them. to you why he's not needed. Because right. by the end of the first one, like even he's caught. Like essentially, the Nazis have everything they want. They just go to this island and they yeah. all die anyway. So if he wouldn't have showed up, the art would have killed them anyway. Killed them anyways. So Indiana Jones didn't do anything. And in the third one, they have the cup of Christ. But as soon as you cross the seal, the fucking place falls apart and they, the ground opens up and everybody would have died anyways. All right, all oh, right, because at the end, it's
1: like you become immortal, but you have to stay in the little room, right? Exactly. That's lame.
0: Right. So what did Indiana Jones accomplish other than murdering people just because he was trying to get to the treasure? That makes Think about, about it. That. No. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> know, just ruined Indiana Jones for everybody.
1: Well, no. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull ruined Indiana Jones for everybody, but That's the it right does answer. make me think. That's the right answer.
0: <laughs> 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 you know what? I think that with that horrible tangent, where I just ruined a f- movie franchise. I mean, yeah, really, I just taught myself there. All right. <laughs> need, need I say <laughs> end more? And on a high note, I think. End on a high note. Yeah, we'll end on a high note. So All before right. we go, I'd like I'd like to say one last thing, I guess, to everyone okay. who. Uh, uh, is still a hardcore member and has been contributing. If it wasn't for you guys, I would literally be starving, so thank well, you. I would let you starve, but well, don't stop the money flowing. I mean, I understand some of the, you know, there's some people who have messaged me because they couldn't uh, you know, pay anymore. One, one guy had lost his job. So I understand that there are certain circumstances, which means that those of you who have continued are uh, all the more uh, appreciated. So thank you guys for supporting me, and it's the only way I've been able to continue working on this book, because it's uh, you know I, I bit off a little more than I could chew but uh, a little bit just, uh, I'm kind of known to do that
1: <laughs> a little bit <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right with that my name is Jacob Forte and I'm Jeffrey Jones have a good atheist day everybody. So I've been shopping the well, shopping, getting people who aren't necessarily interested as much as the core audience of atheists, let's say, in the book right. and seeing what like what do you think? And it, what I love about it is every once in a while they'll come kind of get back to me and be like, The story doesn't make any sense, dude. <laughs> 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 like they have problems with it. I'm like, Well, is it a problem with the way that the story was told? No? Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why is
1: he cursing a fig leaf? What's going on? I don't or, or, or remember I remember tree. Quay was
0: Quay was like, "Why do you have the same story twice?" <laughs> 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 Good fucking question. Uh, not
1: my decision. There we go. It's uh what one of them can be the original version and one can be like the Asylum or Sci-Fi Channel version of it. The Tran <laughs> the Transformers
0: of Genesis Tales. No, you know what the, re- the 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 reason is really simple. It's like anything else, you know, um they, they every few decades you always have to make a remake, and it's somehow crappier. <laughs> this is the this is the Michael Bay story of <laughs> of uh, I don't. Well, that's what the idea. Bible is. It's the Bible is like everybody you know somebody's taking a crack at it and just gets gets worse as, <laughs> as it goes. On. I don't know. Revelation seemed pretty awesome to be honest. Revelation, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is a big acid trip. I, I mean, like it's that. Gonna one. Be, like, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a great the, ending. It's the one with <laughs> all book. fucking monsters and shit. <laughs> can you can you believe that? That's how I have to end my trilogy. But that's good. On that fucking acid trip, it's gonna but that's, be wild. That's a fucking. It's a bang to go out on. I guess so. Um, I guess a, any good book has to end with a bang. <laughs> And this bang is just like everyone who doesn't believe That Christ is Lord Getting brutally murdered fucking
1: Nuked and eaten, by, <laughs> eaten alive by monsters No worse than
0: that man it Basically we get wine pressed Oh that's lovely yeah. yeah you get turned into like blood wine Blood wine <laughs> Well what else is it doing In a fucking press Ultimately some devil creature Is going to make some wine out of you
1: I hope that's I, I make happen. him sick <laughs> Sorry, right. keep yawning.
0: <laughs> All right, well, we haven't started yet, so... You keep that under wraps.
1: Yes, I'll try not to yawn.
0: Yeah, that's right. Try to get seem like you're interested.
1: Get more uh, oxygen.
0: Get more oxygen? No, that's a myth. That's not why you yawn. Oh, no? No.
1: Is it? Is it something to do with the gypsy curse?
0: Yes. <laughs> Science has determined that.
1: Damn those Roma with their curses. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gyps! <laughs> Damn. <laughs>